Hi, Uncle Milty here for Hearing and Brain Centers. The Constitution gives Congress the responsibility to pass laws, but for decades Congress has sidestepped this responsibility by creating bureaus and agencies and giving them the authority to issue regulations, which seem to have the power of law. You can be fined or jailed for a violation of these regulations. Many of them would never have been enacted if congressmen had to vote on them because they would have been voted out of office in the next election. So these unelected bureaucrats issue more and more of these radical job-killing regulations. One of the objectives of the Trump administration was to, quote, deconstruct the administrative state. Uncle Milty here for HearingAndBrainCenters.com, 435-612-1023, HearingAndBrainCenters.com, 435-612-1023. This just in, stupidity has taken over the world, Eh, not the normal kind of stupid, the advanced kind. The Kate Daly Show starts now. I have a delivery for Clark W. Griezmann. Uh, I was supposed to deliver it yesterday, but it fell between the seats. I didn't see it. What is it? It's from my company. My bonus. (laughs) (laughs) Open it, Clarky. Open it. Yeah, I hope it's a forge. Clark, what's wrong? Honey. It's bigger than you expected? <laughs> Smaller? What is it? It says here, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Oh, God. Clark, that's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. Welcome, Kate Daly Show. Hope you're doing well. Um, it's a Friday. <laughs> And I say that because I'm so happy. Uh, I am so happy it's a Friday. Actually, you know, norm- well, I should say normally I take uh, two weeks at Christmas. But this year, instead of, I'm kind of swapping it around a little bit because I'm doing Christmas a little early with one of my kids. So um, I'll be taking three days next week and I'll be playing some uh, very, very good reruns from the past, some of which I have never played. So it'll be kind of like, uh, you know, recorded live shows. And uh, I hope you enjoy that. It'll just be for a few days next week. I have Alex uh, Berenson on next Friday. So a lot of guests uh, stacked up uh, for the end of next week as well. And um, what else? Uh, Boy, we have some big news coming out of the EU. Scary news, actually. I don't usually say that a lot just because I don't want to be freaked out by everything, but this freaks me out completely. Um. I also wanted to mention, just as far as Utah news goes, uh, well, actually, what I should do today is start off with who's going to be on the show today. (laughs) That would be helpful, wouldn't it? All right. So Matt Landman is joining me um, in the next hour. He's an activist, film producer, uh, educator, uh, documentary film, globally known speaker. He produced the film uh, Frankenskies. Big hat tip to Mike on this one. He'll be talking chemtrails versus geoengineering, how the truth is shifting, predictive programming, um, man, I hope we can talk also about uh, 
Bill uh, Bill Gates, um, all of his satellites, and uh, the bonding of aluminum and fluoride. There's there's food shortage. There's just so much we could talk about. We're going to try to cram it all in in one hour of the show. Then following him, I have Nick Sandman's attorney Rob. Uh, I'm sorry, Todd Mc, uh, McMurdy. Todd McMurdy on the Rittenhouse case. And then following him, I have John Knox, the firefighter, who we just had uh, on the show, and I also had him on Alex Jones's show as well when I was hosting that, and he was formally terminated now, just formally terminated. So he's going to talk about what's going on with all of that, too. The firefighters are certainly fighting this in California. So, huge show today, I know. Um, but let me let me start out just with the Utah, a little bit of the Utah news. Uh, Utah State Hospital is saying they have this huge shortage of employees, and they're saying that, it, that, um, uh, that this is... Uh, the staff, uh, they just are leaving. Uh, they're losing employees. They don't know what to do about it. I know. Just start telling the truth about treatment. That's all you have to do. Just, t- just tell the truth. Just tell the truth and, and recognize what you're doing to people. See how easy that is? Um, so there, I, I don't know if everybody knows this, but they were originally, uh, the uh, Utah State uh, Hospital was originally the Territorial Insane Asylum in 1885 in Provo. <laughs> Yeah, Uh, they do treat a lot of mental illness and things like that. And and so I just, you know, we have a world that doesn't tell the truth. We have a world that consistently lies to us. And we wonder why we have some mental health problems. We need truth on earth, not peace on earth, truth on earth. This is getting, it's, it's so out of hand. It's so, anyway, I could go on and on. The Utah Grizzlies are the uh, first to host LGBTQ and Pride Night with a parade flag. <laughs> what does that have to do with the Utah Grizzlies? I don't know. I don't know. That's tonight. Yeah. What does it have to do with hockey? I mean, are we having sex in the middle of the, um, you know, arena in, in the hockey game? What, what, is, what does your sexual preference have to do with hockey? Don't even get me started on that one. Everything has to do with LGBTQ, right? They're political forces in action everywhere. Has nothing to do with hockey. Are you tired of this? I'm tired of this. Pride night? <laughs> Gosh. All right. Let's get to uh, let's get to some of the other stuff. Um, so, because I have a lot to go over with you before Matt comes on, and uh, I also posted on show notes, and I'll catch up on show notes today too. By the way, I had some emails about that. I've had some problems with my email, and I apologize. Uh, and I had problems getting into my site. It's just been kind of a, a, a crazy couple of days. So. Um, there is a uh, document that I posted, and this is all of the uh, the proof. This is the cumulative, cumulative analysis of the post-authorization adverse event reports. And so uh, I actually posted this. This was from February 28th. I posted it on the site. This is the FDA, FDA to release these documents, right? The first ever document dump on this. And they totally hid the numbers. They hid the deaths. And there are so many deaths now that we can't quite keep up. And everybody realizes, right, at this point, that they actually ended the swine flu um, uh, swine flu vaccine nightmare. Why? 50 deaths. Yeah, we are so far past that. I, 
it's pretty sickening. And VARES is only going to report 10%, even 1%. So between 1% and 10% of the actual deaths that are taking place. I don't know how anyone can ignore that anymore. I really don't. It's pretty overwhelming at this point. So the I, I mentioned yesterday that the House overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly passed the bill to fund the government VAX database. Uh, Congressman Stewart voted yes on this. Our own Congressman Stewart. I posted a link on Facebook and where it says 80 Republicans, you can actually you can actually click on that link and it will take you to all of the yays. Why don't you ask Congressman pathetic Congressman Stewart why he voted on a bill that would spy even more that would give up all of your medical privacy that would form millions and millions and millions of dollars, 400 million. I think I mistakenly said 400 billion uh, yesterday, 400 million for the immunization system, data modernization and expansion for other purposes. This is H.R. 550. Ask him why he voted on this, because I know he keeps uh, getting on social media and talking about what a hero he is because he was in the military. This guy's been doing this to you for a decade. When are you going to get rid of him? I've, I've, I've so had it with Congressman Chris Stewart, weak, pathetic, little Minnie Mouse Congressman Stewart. He stabs you in the back repeatedly with bills like this. And then says, I love the flag and I love America. And I have to say it like a little weaker. I love the flag and I love America. That's what he does. And I'm sorry, I got to call it out. Yeah, he and his staff don't like me much. (laughs) Why? Because we out things like this. He won't talk about this on social media. He just voted yes on a government vaccine database, $400 million infusion for its expansion and for other purposes. Yep, our immunization information, um, the legislation defined as confidential, population-based, computer, uh, computerized database that records immunization doses administered by any health care provider to persons within a geographic area covered by that database. The bill starts with and specifically outlines an expansion for the CDC, you know, that corrupt organization, and public health, another corrupt organization, capabilities and enhances the ability of state and local health departments, as well as public and private health uh, care providers to share immunization data with the federal government. Congressman Stewart just voted yes. He doesn't want you to have any privacy. I don't know what else to say on that one. Um, I have a million adjectives floating around in my head that would not be airworthy right now. But when um, when people lie to you and tell you that they're I'm a Republican and I just need to be reelected so that they can do this. We have a problem. You need to be telling him and his office what you think of him. You need to be emailing him today. You need to ask him why he wanted to do this to his own constituency, because all of us are now going to have to deal with the VAX um, propped up, uh, enhanced $400 million immunization system data modernization and expansion act that he voted yes on. He's supposed to be a conservative. He's supposed to be a Republican. 80 traitors, 80 of them, 80 of them voted on this and said, yes, please bring it on. We love the CDC in all parts of our life. So 
It'll be sharing crucial information about you and maintenance of records. Yep. So I, um, I knew the Democrats would vote on this. All of them did. They're disgusting. What can you say? I mean, they don't even understand government. I hate to use the word disgusting, but that's how I really view them because these people are so anti-America. It's not even funny. They don't understand liberty. So I see people like uh, Congressman Chris Stewart, weak, pathetic little Congressman Stewart joining into the Democrat fray. You need to know how Democrat he really is. And I hate that he is. And I hate that we keep reelecting him. He's a joke. But everybody listens to his little speech and his little fun story about being in the military. And everyone goes, oh, he was in the military. He's our guy. He's our guy. Ask yourself this. What has he done for your liberty in the last decade? In 10 years of your life, are you more free because of Congressman Stewart? No, he was too busy naming post offices. He's too busy doing these small, little, uneventful, know-nothing little things, telling you he is so busy and so hard at work while he's collecting a very large salary and a pension for life. That is not a conservative in that office over there. He is a Democrat. And until everyone figures it out, I guess I just have to keep saying it and saying it and saying it. He just voted to end your privacy with your immunizations. He just voted... To enslave you to the federal government on whether you get a life or not based on your inoculation status. He did this to you. I'm just letting you know what he did to you. Congressman Pathetic Stewart just voted to end your privacy. Sick, sick, sick. And until we pull our heads out and realize that there are a lot of conservatives in in uh, sheep in wolves clothing or sheep's clothing, right? All these little wolves, we're never going to get rid of these guys. He's done nothing for your liberty, and he just voted for you to have zero privacy in your health care. Congressman Stewart did that. Let him know what you think. Be right back. Hi, I'm Uncle Milty with an important message called the Four Agreements. The Four Agreements are be impeccable with your word, don't take anything personally, don't make assumptions, and always do your best. Imagine that world if we all live that way. Uncle Milty for hearingandbraincenters.com, 435-612-1023, hearingandbraincenters.com, 435-612-1023. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kelly Show. Dally show here on a Friday. I know. I wish we could have done a fun hour like Christmas gifts or something <laughs> in the past. You know, um, this is my 10 week anniversary, a 10 year anniversary, uh, first week in radio 10 years ago. And we did a lot of shows like that. We can't. I don't know where to do that in the show. There's too much to cram into the show every day. I, w- I, w- I really do. I wish that was the case. I wish we could talk about Christmas gifts. I, I honestly do. There's just too much going on. Um. 
I want to mention garage doors only. If you're in need of a garage door, if you need to get one fixed, if you want to change the look of your home, I uh, or you're building a new home, I absolutely love my garage doors, and I'm so grateful to them, thankful, because it has been a blessing in my life. And I tell you what, I am... 100% in on uh, garage doors only. Give them a call. Uh, they are true patriots, good people, and they will take care of you. Their customer service is just amazing. And they'll help. They'll help and, and help you to discover what you need to do and, and what they can do. They have the best garage doors and they service Utah and Nevada. They're incredible. Um, and you're going to get the best deal. So don't go to the big box stores that are masking everybody up and doing all that uh, stuff. Um, go to the small businesses Give them your business. They truly deserve it. And these are good people that are not doing all that kind of stuff to their employees. They are amazing to their employees. So garage doors only, 435-868-1200. You have to dial the 435 no matter where you are. 435-868-1200. Also, Dr. Diet. Get over to Dr. Diet because they are so good at helping you drop the weight. They have so many different things that can aid you in that. Appetite suppressants, you name it. And also, you can go in for a free body scan at any time. Just right there on St. George Boulevard. Pull over, get a body scan. It's quick, it's easy, and you can kind of find out where you're at, discuss some options. But that is the way to get the weight off and keep it off because of the accountability factor. They really are that good. Uh, 628-DIET is the phone number. they got a wonderful um, a doctor there, and they also have uh, homeopathic, all kinds of different ways to help. So, And they're so successful at it. That's the thing. Uh, doctor Diet. Um, so a couple of things. I want to talk about the um, EU, Nuremberg, uh, Germany update, and uh, how maybe it, it can affect us over here, uh, and the American Heart Association and their study. So we have a lot to discuss, don't we? Um, okay. So, so uh, Susan was on the show Wednesday talking about Austria and how so many things center around Austria, Austria and Germany. And um, in the wake of Austria's drastic lockdown of unvaccinated people, and I mean lockdown. Remember when I played the tape of a reporter on the ground that uh, so many people were like excited about it. They were almost they were almost giddy over it. Oh, yeah. Throw them. Throw away the key. Those people. I mean, it was sickening to listen to um, the EU chief, uh, the chief of the EU um, calls for throwing out the Nuremberg Code. Ursula. Yeah. Ursula, like the sea witch, right? Ursula, the head of the EU commission, Ursula van der Leyen, um, German, told the, the press on Wednesday that she's in favor of scrapping the longstanding Nuremberg Code and forcing people to get vaccinated against COVID. Yeah. Um, and so Jordan Peterson uh, tweeted out, you know, hey, it's just the Nuremberg Code. Only what we learned from the Nazi atrocities. She herself is German, you know. Not uh, at least those that were medical. He's right. Very sarcastic. I love him. He was right. Here she is calling for the end of the Nuremberg Code. In Austria, people over 12 who are not vaccinated are currently completely locked down and uh, only outside for absolute essential tasks like food and medical appointments. This is scary. Because they barely just came out. Hat tip Susan on all of this. Uh, this is this is this is her comment, by the way. How can we encourage and potentially think about mandatory vaccination within the European Union? This needs discussion. This needs a common approach. See how it's always the collective, but but it is a discussion that I think has to be led. 
commented Ursula the Sea Witch over the EU. Though they're dying to do this. Don't let them fool you. They are dying to do this. And the individual European states get to dictate what they do. That's why she keeps calling for the commonality of all of this to happen. So um, they're going to be, they are going to be uh, pushing and pushing and pushing this. And if they're successful at this and Australia is successful at locking people up without a trial, so you're not allowed to call it a concentration camp. Yeah, that's for those alt-right conspiracy theorists, is what we're told. Yeah. Well, what is a camp when you don't have a trial, there's no evidence, they bring you to it, they dictate the time you have to stay, you don't have any rights, all of your rights are robbed from you, and you're stuck in a box, a locked box. What do you call that? I call it a concentration camp. What, what do you call it? I mean... I think it's hysterical that they're trying to change what that means in the press because it's health related. Wow. So I just wanted to um, to bring that up to to all of you because I'm I'm honestly shocked today. I'm shocked at that. I cannot believe it. It's uh, a whole new world, isn't it? Also, I have to mention this, too, and this comes from Veronica Krilenko, who writes for The New American. Uh, Twitter censorship, American Heart Association, the study on COVID vaccine causing heart issues labeled as unsafe. Twitter said that this was an unsafe link. So they put a warning on a study from the American Heart Association, the AHA. AHA. Uh, which found that the mRNA COVID vaccines dramatically increase the risk of developing heart diseases. The study is entitled MRNA COVID vaccines dramatically increase um, endothelial inflammatory markers and ACS risks as measured by the um, PULS cardiac test, a warning written by cardiac surgeon Stephen Gundry. It was published in circulation run by the AHA on November 8th. And it's also worth mentioning that the journal Circulation is a well-respected publication that was established in 1950 and is rated the world's number two journal in uh, in cardiology and cardiovascular system categories. And if one tries to open an abstract of the study on Twitter, it, it, it pops up as warning this link may be unsafe. Amazing. Um, what, do you, what do you say to this? I mean, we have adverse reactions that you're supposed to ignore. We have deaths that you're supposed to ignore. You can go to VAERS right now. And look at the death toll. And I have documentation up, their own documentation on Kate Daly Show Notes, katedalyshow.com or katedalyradio.com, discussing um, their hiding of information on death before they presented this to children. They want your kids. They want you to take this. The researchers, led by Dr. Gundry, used the PULS cardiac test as a clinically validated measurement of multiple protein biomarkers, generates a score predicting a person's five-year risk of developing acute coronary syndrome, ACS. The study employed 566 participants from age 28 to 97 with a male-to-female ratio of one-to-one. 
There, so you got 566 people. The participants had a new PULS test drawn from two to 10 weeks following their second mRNA shot, and they compared it with their PULS score drawn three to five months before the shots were administered. So they had a test three to five months before the shot and then two to 10 weeks following their second mRNA shot. I love that they waited the two weeks to test again after the shot because the CDC did something so illegal in saying, oh, yeah, you're not vaccinated for two straight weeks until after your last shot. We're not even going to count you because they knew there'd be problems. They were trying to hide it. They've never done that before in history. So the result of the study showed that mRNA vaccinations dramatically increase inflammation and which is a single layer of cells that line the interior surface of blood vessels and and lymphatic vessels. And the shots also increase T cell infiltration of the heart muscle, meaning the T cells, which are a type of uh, leukocyte, a white blood cell that is an essential part of the immune system. It attacks the organs. Overall, the mRNA vaccines increase risk of heart attack from 11% at five years to 25% with those changes persisting for at least 2.5 months post the second dose. You wonder why people are dropping of heart attacks? All of that may account for the observations of increased thrombosis, cardiomyopathy, and other vascular events following vaccination. That was the study's abstract. Let me read it again. Summary, all of that may account for the observations of increased thrombosis, cardiomyopathy, and other vascular events following vaccination. That was their abstract. And at the end of November, the public, the study got public attention after it was discussed by world-renowned British cardiologist on uh, GB News. And he cited Dr. Gundry's findings, Dr. Asim Mahatra, he cited this, this study and said he was not the only scientist who found a direct link between COVID vaccinations and heart disorders. Mahatra, Malhatra uh, stated that British scientists reached similar conclusions but did not wish to publicize them so as not to lose funding from the pharmaceutical companies. Let me repeat that. British scientists reached these same conclusions that the shots are causing heart attacks and heart problems but they did not wish to publicize them so they would not lose pharma money. Funding from the pharma companies. America's top health agency, the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention, can I throw up now, CDC, admits that the mRNA vaccines are associated with increased risks of two types of heart inflammation, myocarditis and periocarditis, pericarditis, sorry, particularly in young males, but insists that the benefits of the mRNA vaccine outweighs its risk. Why? When 99% of people are just fine. How could it outweigh? How could the benefit of this shot outweigh when the shot is giving people heart problems? (laughs) You have a 99% chance of being just fine. You're just fine. And it's really even higher than that. Because only 1% even have an issue, and that issue isn't always death. The only people dying are on ventilators with remdesivir and ICUs. Or they're dying after the shot of heart problems. I I don't know what it's going to take to get through to people. I really don't. But 
I'm glad these studies are coming out. In June, the Food and Drug Administration added a warning to patient and provider fact sheets, said rare risk of heart inflammation. Honey, it's not rare. It is not rare. You're taking a chance with your life to save yourself from a cold. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi, Uncle Milty here for Hearing and Brain Centers. And I am beginning to wonder if a career in politics causes hearing loss. It seems to me that the voters have spoken pretty clearly in the last two elections, rejecting the politicians' favorite free benefits, citizenship for illegals, fossil fuels are bad, renewables good, free health care, school lunches, everything is free. Take from the rich, give to the poor. The politicians seem to develop this hearing loss almost immediately after their first election. Among conservative politicians, it seems to just come a little more slowly. But in either party, it seems that the longer you have been out of the private sector, and the longer you've been in politics, the less likely it is that you hear what the voters are saying. Uncle Milty for Hearing and Brain Centers dot com four three five six one two one oh two three Hearing and Brain Centers dot com four three five six one two one oh two three. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. So much today. I'm trying to get it all in. I mean, it's... <laughs> oh, you have no idea how much I wish uh, we could just do, like, frivolous three hours <laughs> of airtime. I wish. I wish that was the case. Um, so, I just... Yeah, the American Heart Association is trying to let people know that the heart attacks, the heart problems are coming from the shots. And... It's pretty sick when this information, they try to hide it. They, you know, I, I was, I was looking at a, um, a bumper sticker. I was behind a car today coming to work and it was just like, I have had information, you know, they've, they've concealed information. We are not privy to information. And I'm, th- I'm thinking, ain't that the truth? It's hard to find truth. I'm just glad I'm on the air and we can do this every day. I don't know what I would do. I would feel so frustrated if we could not air all of this. I don't know what I would do. So I'm really grateful this holiday season for being on the air. And uh, all right. So I don't know if people realize this. Omicron, Omicron, however, Omnicron, we were making fun of it at the beginning, Omnicron. Um, Omi, if you just take that word, uh, not rooted from Omni, but Omi, because um, Omni means all, but Omi means uh, man. And Kron means uh, defected, defective. Isn't that interesting? Man defective. Hmm. Well, in 1999, and you've probably heard this, so I'm probably preaching to the choir. Um, there was a game in 1999 and it had a very eerie, a very eerie, um, similarity to what we're dealing now. The video game was called Omicron Omicron, however you want to say it, it's going viral right now because of the fact that there was a character named Boz. 
And this character focused on an attempt to hunt down a serial killer, right? And featured demons that lure humans into the Omicron. Omicron. Demons luring humans into Omicron. And if a player loses the game, their actual soul is to be said for lost, uh, to be lost for all eternity. The game stands as the only time that the, um, uh, the singer who voiced the character Boz was ever featured in a video game. Crazy, right? This is David Bowie, by the way, that I'm talking about. David Bowie vo- voiced the character Boz, where it featured demons that lure humans into the Omicron. And there are strange parallels between Omicron and the world, Omicron, that the world we live in today. In one speech, David Bowie's character discusses, this is 1999, discusses defying the government, which many found uh, reminiscent of the attitudes that some have had about government interference since all of this began. You think? Jeez. This is the speech. Wake up, people of Omicron. And its corrupt government are lulling you to sleep in order to control you better. They have transformed you into puppets that are manipulated by Ikes and the demons. Join the awakened ones and rise up to fight for your freedom. Together we can win. Very interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I thought so too. I thought it was just creepy as heck. I mean, honestly, this is just bizarre. Russia and his corrupt government are lulling you to sleep in order to control you better. They have transformed you into puppets that are manipulated by X and the demons. Join the awakened ones and rise up to fight for your freedom. Together, we can win. Wow. Yeah, fun game, huh? Fun game. So I thought I would mention that because I thought that was strange. And then I also wanted to mention this. Um, So that was from 1999, that game. Then I also want to mention that Forbes, my friend Ty was reminding me about this. um, So hat tip. uh, Bill Gates called for the national tracking system. I'm pretty sure we covered this on the show. Seems very familiar to me. This was from Forbes magazine. I actually interviewed the editor of Forbes uh, several times, by the way, in the last few years. Uh, Bill Gates called for a national tracking system of coronavirus. You know, they hadn't really named it COVID-19. Okay. Now think about this. I want you to think about this for one second. Bill, this is in Forbes. Bill Gates calls for a national tracking system for coronavirus. This was March 18th. Keep in mind that the first week of February, a month and a week earlier, they had changed the act, the PREP Act from 2005 and named COVID-19, the protocols in COVID-19 that would be forced into the hospitals and they would say that you have to use remdesivir, you have to use, you know, the um, uh, too fast a ventilator on people, um, which is so deadly. 80% death rate, over 80%. Okay. So the combination of remdesivir and the ventilator is what is so dangerous. And then um, it, it said in the PREP Act, it named COVID-19. How did they name it so early? In the first week of February, how did they make that change so early and name it COVID-19? We were still calling it coronavirus in March. Isn't that interesting? 
And people come to me and tell me none of this is planned out. Hmm. Okay. So um, Gates gave a TED Talk in 2015 called The Next Outbreak. This is 2015. We're not ready. And then he, of course, uh, this was during the Ebola epidemic, right? Ebola, as uh, some of the guests I've had on the show said, was this was a dress rehearsal, a dress rehearsal for the wedding, which was COVID-19. They tested out remdesivir on Ebola to make sure what to see what it would do. And it failed and they pulled it off. Just remember that it failed, pulled it off and said, this is the drug of choice. And they said that at the end of January, a week before the PrEP Act change. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so following the uh, eventual end of the pandemic, right? This is what Gates said in Forbes. Um, that uh, countries can work together to better prepare for similar situations, including the need to have the ability to scale up diagnostics, drugs, and vaccines very rapidly. Oh, so rapidly they had the cure before they even named COVID-19. How does that happen anyway? The technologies exist to do this well if the right investments are made. That's what he said. The technologies exist to do this if the right investments are made. The 100 million uh, he and his wife... Uh, the Melinda Gates Foundation donated to fight the coronavirus. Hmm, that happened. Yeah, a lot more money than that. Isn't it interesting that it all funnels in and out of their nonprofit organizations? And then they're paid billions of dollars as well. But it looks like they're always giving to everything. (laughs) And then they make the money off of the very thing they're giving to. Hmm. So um, I just I wanted to uh, to go back to this a little bit because he called for the national tracking system similar to South Korea saying this. This was a quote from Bill Gates in Seattle. The University of Washington is providing thousands of tests per day, but no one is connected to a national tracking system. Whether there is a positive test, it should be seen to understand where the disease is and whether we need to strengthen the social distancing his uh, his um, group in Washington um, were some of those that went to all of the states and said, you need to social distance. There was nothing proven about social distancing, nothing at all. So it's ridiculous when people talk like this and act like social distancing is a thing because it never really was a thing. It was it was absolutely. And I did a whole show on this. It was absolutely propped up by Bill Gates's people at his funded Uh, university program, and then they went to the states personally and pitched the governors on social distancing and tried to scare them into thinking that if people were standing near each other, all of a sudden we would have this huge pandemic. That's not a thing. Pandemics are spread through usually defecating (laughs) and not having sanitation. But they were able to uh, to do this. And the reason that they did this, if you guys remember this, it was a Facebook tracking app of location. And the whole thing was based off of uh, where you were located. Uh, your phone was located. And if it was in a populous area where they had some people falsely testing for COVID, because at this time, remember, the COVID test then was also just as fraudulent as it is now. They never had a sample to create that test. Okay, so they would track people's phones and they use the Facebook tracking app 
to do the social distancing, um, oh, this nonsense. And what's interesting about that is at the end of the study, and this is what I talked about on the show, at the end of the study for the social distancing, it said that it was never done with sick people. The test was, ne- they, they never could test it out to see if it was actually social distancing had anything to do with anyone that was actually sick. They only used the Facebook app for location to prove their study, proven quotes. So they never actually had anything with anyone sick that ever said that social distancing was a thing. Why? Because our immune system on the inside of our body, doctors over at the hospital need to know this, the uh, immune system's on the inside of our body. And um, because your immune system always kicks in, right? And for some people it might not, but it's pretty rare. And so they took medical, real medical science on this and completely distorted it illegally attached a Facebook location app to it and presented social distancing. And that's where you had all that signage ready to go. There was no shortage in signage, shortage in everything else, not signage though. That was already created, ready to go. Every single store in America had signage for social distancing. Don't you remember? You could stand next to each other, but then you had to stand six feet apart the other way. Made no sense. Everyone was laughing at it. That all came from Bill Gates's university, and he was also talking about, um, uh, so this is what he actually said. The only model that is known to work is serious social distancing. This is what he said back then. Serious social distancing. Had absolutely nothing to do with anyone sick. Um, He's sick, but (laughs) had absolutely nothing to do with anyone that was actually sick. So... Um, I remember doing that study on the air and I remember getting some hateful letters. How dare I say that? They said social distancing is a thing and how, how dare I not believe it? But when you got to the end of the study, they actually admitted that there really wasn't anything in the study to say anything about sick people and it had nothing to do with that. So isn't it interesting when medical personnel tell you that social distancing is a thing now? Do you know they never used to do that before? Not before 2020. Hmm. Think about that, please, um, because we were we were talking about this clear back then, clear back in 2020, early 2020, and the hate mail we got, Uncle Milty and I, we were just always astounded at it because we were we had the proof. All media had was just believe us, but Uncle Milty and I had the proof of the study. We were like, but read the study. At the end of the study, it says, oh, yeah, this was never actually done on sick people, but we just think it's important. We just really want to get the we want to get the um, uh, governors to do this. And they did. They did. They even got Governor Herbert to do it. But he's an idiot and would believe anything. I mean, he truly is an idiot. I mean, he's not a bright guy. And so he went, oh, social distance. We've never done that before. And uh, and then, of course, uh, got up on a podium and told everybody in Utah to do it. Why? He had just met with Bill Gates's guys from the University of Washington. That's why. We were trying to warn people. Oh, my gosh. This group is horrific. And Bill Gates is at the helm of all of this. But people wouldn't listen. They wanted to shut their minds off and, and go with, you know, but he's a nice guy. He would never lie to us. Okay. Um, no, but I, had, I knew people that worked with Herbert. And uh, Herbert would believe anything anyone told him wasn't very bright and uh like like a puppy dog 
Pike was the same way. John Pike, not very bright, like a puppy dog, would do anything he was told. But Spencer Cox is a different breed. That that one is, I'm kind of diabolical on the inside, but just kind of think I'm a nice guy. And that's why true conservatives figured him out a long time ago. True conservatives understand that he's not a conservative. Um, hate to be harsh, but that's the truth. Sorry, got to say it. Matt Landman coming up, so don't go anywhere. You'll love this.